how much do your dreams cost? As an example, if you have your eye on that Ferrari, that Maserati, that whatever it is, how much does that actually cost on a monthly basis? And how much does that dream cost in totality? Welcome to the Path to Passive podcast, where we talk about building wealth and empowering lifestyle through commercial real estate investing for tech professionals. I always wish that other tech professionals reaching financial freedom had documented their journey along the way, so I'm doing it for the rest of us. Join us as we explore stories, many failures, and lessons learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hey, do you know where you are on your financial freedom journey? I'm talking about how good you might be doing to track it against those goals, or maybe you're doing not as well as you thought you would be. Maybe in a position where you really don't know where you're at right now and you're you're just doing the best that you possibly can. That one in particular can be pretty tough because if you don't know where you are, it's really hard to get to where you want to go, assuming even that's defined as well. Clarity is power, and that is the point. Now, this episode, I want to be talking about this general concept here, getting clarity around where we're at, where our goals are, and that's why I have this episode. It's named around milestones. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about how do you know if you are on the right track to your goals? What are those milestones along the way? What are those milestone definitions according to a framework that I picked somewhere else that I'll be sharing with you today? And what can you be doing to start getting on track or building a clear picture or even clearer picture of those milestones too? So welcome to another episode, The Path to Passive. This is real estate investing for tech professionals, the guide for tech professionals that want to invest in real estate, get the maximum leverage of their capital to earn income, save on taxes, and build generational wealth. Myself here, of course, I am Stephen Rita, and... I'm here also on this journey to learn more and more about real estate. I want to document some of the lessons along the way from things that I have learned, bringing real estate leaders, entrepreneurs, and so forth. And today is a little bit more focused, not exactly on real estate, but since it's the path to passive, it's more about the general financial sense of how do we know what our goals are? Because real estate is a vehicle. Real estate is a vehicle. Getting income from real estate is a vehicle. Same thing. Maybe you've invested in stocks or invested in something else, which are you know, dividend stocks in that case versus growth stocks and be giving you some kind of income. So that's the point. Today's episode is about building financial milestones and financial dreams. And so to get into it today, I want to share a quick episode, a quick story. I guess it's an episode of my life. But what it is, is just briefly is that I remember when I was about 14 or 15, really had no idea about personal finance, growing up in a small town in Hawaii, 2,500 miles away from, you know, basically, I think it's about 2,500 miles from the coast of, of California, right? In the middle of the Pacific and pretty small town. But I saw people working two to three jobs, trying to make ends meet for them and their family. Many of these people had moved to the mainland, North America, right? The Islanders would call it to places like Vegas or California in search of higher returns and better quality of life. Now, this I picked up pretty pretty young and it just got me thinking about money and that I needed to put together a plan for myself too. Whatever that would be, I just knew I had to start asking those questions. So, in my peer group, my age group, you know, I saw people getting into auto body, you know, detailing, mechanic, agriculture, construction and things like that that we're okay, but I was more interested in tech because it was different. It was new and not as many people were doing it either. And I was good at it. And so it was a way for me to differentiate myself a bit as well. So then I thought tech and what, 
you know, construction and buying houses made sense. I was doing a little bit of construction jobs. You know, there are people around that had rentals, like vacation rentals, especially in Hawaii, as you can imagine. But I thought, how many rentals do I need to have in order for this to make sense? You know, I knew that, well, some rentals were going for like $2,500. And I'm like, whoa, $2,500, you know. But in reality, it's $2,500 minus all things PITI, principal interest taxes, and insurance, of course. But through the years, I would continue to do the math. You know, how could I earn more? How, you know, how much would I have to put to the side to save or for investments, right? How many houses or rentals would I need to get? Back to that kind of math. Do I have enough time to manage all those houses if I do it? And if I got a property manager, how much time, how much money would they take? And how much time does it take to actually stay on top of the property manager as well? So long story short, I just focused on building skills and how I could increase my income. I figured, how could that hurt, right? You know, I could just keep learning more, I could earn more, I get more options and access to more ideas. And it wasn't until fast forwarding a bit until I finished my MBA while working at Amazon and started listening to Jim Rohn. Now, if you don't know Jim Rohn, uh, he was a personal development teacher, you know, just sharing life lessons, so to speak. And turns out Tony Robbins, who you may have heard of, you know, Google him, big seven foot dude jumping up and down, often hitting sticks together, getting people revved up, all from a personal psychology perspective, really started to hammer into this understanding of that clarity is power. We need to have things like smart goals. And if you've been part of, you know, any tech uh, planning cycles or plan your own goals, they are going to be something around smart, right? Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound smart, right? So clarity is power. That's the point. But listening to Jim Rohn, I learned about Tony Robbins, and I thought to myself, ah, man, if I'm committed to being the best that I possibly can, which was my identity at the time and still is, of course, this Tony Robbins guy seems like he's got a lot of fanatics and he's got a little, a lot of really good testimonials, even though he's jumping up and down. So I'd probably go and check it out and turn, you know, over every stone around so that I can say, okay, I wasn't above anything. I looked all the places up, you know, above, below, over and around or whatever. And I am, uh, <laughs> There's, there's no other sources. <laughs> I will clearly have to reinvent the wheel here. But anyway, the point is I signed up and I went for it. Uh, I signed up right around September 2019, a couple months after I graduated the MBA that summer or so, and I bought the tickets. Uh, I was planning to go in March 2020, but of course there was this giant thing like the widespread pandemic and I couldn't go. But I did end up going to the virtual event in 2020 summer and there was a big enough impact where I thought, you know what? There's a couple other topics covered, so I'm just going to go for it. There was things called Wealth Mastery, Life Mastery, uh, Date with Destiny, which is a pretty interesting one, and so forth. And um, I signed up for all of them. I went through all of them. I have went through all of them again on a leadership track, and here I am. The point is, is that I went to the one called Wealth Mastery, and it brought up a lot of the gaps and questions I had while I went through personal finance on my own, right? I was reading my own books. I was doing my own calculations. How much am I spending on, you know, rents and mortgage and how much was my bills together and just constantly thinking like, hey, well, what is this number? What is this number I need? How many rentals do I have so far? How much more do I need to get to that number of that meets my expenses so that quote unquote, I am financially free in that sense. Now, like I said, it brought up those questions, right? And it brought up the questions of things that we're going to be talking about today. But the most important thing it brought up to me was that I didn't really have a clear idea 
of what my numbers were along the way, right? I had this one number, which was pretty good and pretty estimated, but it needed clarity, right? And so the challenge is quite basic. Have clarity around each step and mini goals or milestones of how I could ever get to where I wanted to go. And also, uh, I knew that it was a number, but it felt pretty far away from me. And again, even if you don't know where exactly you are right now, uh, on how much passive income, if any, you have, uh, and how much your expenses are, now is the time to figure that out. Because once again, like I said, it's really, really difficult to know where you want to go. If that's not clear, and even more so if you have no idea where you are, just like looking at a map, right? Classic example is plugging in a destination into Google Maps, Apple Maps, whatever maps you're using, or a physical map. It's like, I want to go there, but where are you right now, <laughs> right? You can't you can't have a good routing there or have that little, you know, time pop up that you try and beat every single time. Maybe that's just me. But time that pops up if you don't know where you are. So I hope this is getting pretty clear here, right? So at this point, we talked about some of the different challenges and why it's so important to get your numbers for financial freedom or really just knowing what your expenses are so you can get an idea how much you would need to make in passive income each month or whatever to reach your financial goals and really life goals. Financial goals are interesting, but we don't really care about money. We care about what money can do for us as an example, or many of us do, right? And so from here, I want to get into the lesson content for today, which is the five different milestones, or as Tony and his team call it, financial dreams. And I'm going to go through this today. You can certainly listen to this episode again. If you're really interested in content of that book uh, or the event and book, it is, um, it's called Money Mastered Game, Tony Robbins. No affiliate, no nothing of the sort, just here to spread the good word of the knowledge to help you out and hopefully it does. So the first financial dream is financial security. And here it's talking about you've accumulated a critical mass of capital that will generate an amount equal to your monthly mortgage, food, utilities, insurance, transportation, and taxes. Now, I'm pa- I said that a little slower to get familiar with the syntax, get familiar with the, the formatting here, and also that I wanted to call out specifically, since we're on this first one, what it means to have the critical mass of capital. Now, the way they're referring to this is that the critical mass of capital that generates income is the income from the investments that you've made from your critical mass of capital. So an example would be, you know, let's say that you've invested $100,000 of critical mass of capital, air quotes there, and you get a 10% return on that money. And now here, then you would have a $10,000 coming back to you for that year. Super basic math, not overcomplicating, just saying 100,000 invested at 10% is $10,000 come back for that return on investment course, there's all different kinds of returns, which are all for the different episodes. And I've got some really good guests coming. You're going to want to stay tuned on that. But financial security now, back on that definition, is that you've accumulated critical mass of capital that will generate return on investment in an amount equal to your monthly mortgage amount, your food, utilities, insurance, transportation, and taxes. Financial security. That's what that is. Cool. So now that we got that with the baseline, the second dream or second milestone here is financial vitality. Now, the financial vitality, this is you've accumulated a critical mass of capital that would generate enough income for financial security plus additional resource for 
ones such as it could be children's education, it could be buying new clothing. It's basically one or two additional reasonable luxuries on top of that. So you do get to classify some of your own expenses as you know what is financial security or not but the point is the same what are things that are the most important to you the you know the infrastructure around you plus a couple of luxuries if those luxuries are you know it could be your for some it might be the netflixes for some it might be you know the once or two weeks you know eating out for whatever those types of things could be it could be the you know, thing, new shoes that you like to do once a month that you split on a, you know, an average as well, but plus one or two luxuries at the point. Okay. Third is financial independence and you've accumulated critical mass of capital that will generate enough income to maintain your lifestyle. So the lifestyle you have adjusted for inflation, lifestyle adjusted for inflation, three, four, five, six percent, whatever. You can go back and look at the particular data. If you need a number, just add that on for about 5% is the quote-unquote general thing to think about, 5% a year, without ever having to work again for the rest of your life. So maintain your lifestyle plus adjusted for inflation. So that means your income will continue to take care of your lifestyle and then some based on the adjustment of inflation. And the point here is that you only are working because you choose to do that here. Okay? So the fourth one is financial freedom. And again, these words financial freedom is just how it is in this framework. This is this is number four, as you can tell. The fifth one is pretty hefty, and we'll talk about that in just a second. But financial freedom in this framework, in this context, is that you've accumulated and invested a sufficient amount of critical massive income that you can live the lifestyle that you desire for the rest of your life without ever having to work again. And you work only because you choose to do this. All right. Again, this is the lifestyle that you desire to have for the rest of your life without ever having to work again. So as you can see, this is taking some calculations. The very first one was about how are all my basic life infrastructure expenses covered? And then it's you know, going up that stack, up these levels through these milestones, so to speak, of, you know, going to vitality, having plus luxuries, independence of I can live my lifestyle plus inflation. And then it's also financial freedom. This is the the lifestyle that you desire without ever having to work again, right? You only work because that you want to. And so now what it's doing is that it's taking you along this path to think about the dreams. What are the dreams that you want? What are the the cars that you've always wanted? What is it the education you've always wanted to give to your kids? What is it the generational wealth that you wanted to start so that you put together a trust to put your kids' kids through college? What if, if it's for making sure that your wife has all the things or your parents have the house that they've bought? Whatever it is, you have to start dreaming and think about your passionate income it's a, a term that I'm getting from someone named Brian Lubin, uh, uh, read recently, but but have it thinking about what goes past just your basic necessities. So allow yourself to dream a little bit, right? So the fifth and final level here is absolute financial freedom according to their framework from Wealth Mastery, from the book, etc. And this last one is financial freedom. It's the critical mass to provide sufficient annual income so that you can 
do whatever you want, whenever you want, wherever you want, with whomever you want, as much as you want in a way that empowers yourself and others forever. And you're only working and doing things because you choose to. So obviously that one is big bigger and it, it makes, I spent so much time on explaining about dreaming and having different goals or uh, different things that you'd want. You know, it's a goal and it becomes a lot more defined, but things that you would want, right? Because those are the things that get inserted into financial, absolute financial freedom. How much do your dreams cost? As an example, if you have your eye on that Ferrari, that Maserati, that whatever it is, how much does that actually cost on a monthly basis? And how much does that dream cost uh, in totality, right? So, it does take some calculations, but the really cool thing about all of this is that it provides certainty, it provides certainty so that you know how much your dreams cost. And oftentimes it isn't that 10 million, that 1 million, whatever, it's, it could be the 4,500 maybe uh, to have financial security. You know, it could be the plus two luxuries, maybe it's 5,500, right? So having real definitions around in numbers and in, in quantity provides certainty in knowing where I'm at and what my dreams actually cost too. So these are the five financial dreams I want to share in this episode just to get a starting point for some or maybe an opportunity to reevaluate or add more clarity and detail for others if you're ready to head the ball game. So notice in today's episode, we're not even talking about how we would go about doing that, right? We're not talking about what types of real estate you would invest in, what types of businesses, what are the other vehicles and things such as that, which there are so many cool things as well, which I'm more and more learning to get more excited about especially how to do it. But I wanted to just talk about getting these numbers defined because we need to know where we are so we can make good strategic decisions. I'm simply making sure that we have these numbers and we can turn them into, starting to flesh them out into those goals. So quick recap today is just, we talked about these milestones, these financial dreams. We're talking about why it's so important that we know our numbers. We need clarity around where we're going, where we're at right now so that we can bridge the gap. We talked about five financial dreams as defined by Tony, his team, and the many, many, many people that he went to go interview, which is how we put together that book, interviewed a lot of people, got this content, aggregated that content, and quote unquote democratized it and or just made it available to a wider audience a framework that all of us can take as we go and learn things and model after others who've already done the thing that we're looking for, right? And so bringing us to the action today, and the action today is the question of, all right, you said I could be starting to do something today. What is that, Stephen? And well, I've alluded to it a couple times already. And the point is that you need to take inventory of where you are. You got to know your numbers. So how much are your expenses for the year? How much are they per month? And you know, you might say, well, you know, some months I'm spending more than others. I have a, a car payment or, you know, a car repair, or maybe there was something medical or there was a children's activity or I take a vacation around November and December when, you know, it's the, the holidays and potentially going to see family or purchases or whatever that kind of stuff. You can always take some of those ex expenses and divide them by 12 to get more of an average. Some things could be more fixed, you know, your, your rents, your mortgages, your utilities, your uh, things like that. And those will be relatively fixed, at least for a period of time. 
you know, maybe you can change it if you're renting and you go somewhere else and can maybe adjust that up or down a little bit. But the others you can average out divided by 12 so you have a much clearer idea. And at least it gives you a much better baseline. You can lock onto that number. The second thing is go back to those financial dream definitions. I think you can Google these as well. Um, but if you need another listen because it's just easier, go back and listen and have a look at these milestones. Again, recap them of financial security, vitality, independence, freedom, and absolute financial freedom. The one that will take you the most, I will tell you this right now, is the absolute financial freedom just because you have to pause and you have to do a little more thinking and dreaming versus just the calculations of what are the things that I want? What would be really nice to have in 10 years? What would be the nice things that I could do right now and have those luxuries for in five years from now? or in one year from now, or in six months from now, if I stuck to some kind of plan. And I'm not trying to take away all your fun, be the the financial Grinch here, but <laughs> but what I am saying is, you know, there, there has to be some kind of plan and has to be some kind of sticking to it. But we do have to have fun along the way, which is why it's important to have different buckets as well, which we'll be talking about on another episode. So why all this? Pretty simple. Next time you're thinking about your spending or you're questioning, you know, what should we do with this money? Should we take advantage of this thing or not? You have a plan. You have certainty what you should be doing around investing money or, or not. And you can know, maybe I need to look at other ways to earn more income. Maybe there's things that I can invest that are very in, in a safe manner that will give me much higher returns. Maybe there's more opportunities to invest in vehicles that are just that most people know of, like stocks and bonds and cryptos and some real estate things like Airbnb, et cetera. Maybe there's other things, other possibilities that don't get talked about as much. And how could I start to investigate those and what questions, what would I have to know in order to get access to them? A lot of maybes, but it's good to wonder about those things so that you can know that when you're looking at your finances, you can say, okay, this is where I'm at. Here's the strategic decisions and pivots that I need to make. So bringing this to the quote of the day, I think I've shared this one before in one of my earlier episodes. Uh, I was getting ready to record. I'm like, you know, I I think I might've shared this one already, but but I do enjoy it. I think it's a good one. It's always motivating to me, which is that if you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die. And how could that be motivating? <laughs> maybe maybe it's no way value here, but but this is you know credit to to Warren Buffett, which is gotta find other ways to get your money freedom, right? And it's not just money freedom if you're spending all the time on doing things to generate the money, right? But we want time freedom as well. Hopefully you have that time to sleep like he's referring to. So we want to do things where we know we have money freedom and time freedom so that we're not locked to geographic locations and we can't go places because even though we're making a bunch of money, we can't go anywhere and all that kind of stuff. We want to search for money freedom and time freedom because let's face it. If we have all our money freedom, but our health is terrible and our relationships are terrible, those kinds of things, it's probably not that great of a life and it could be improved in many aspects anyway. So wrapping up, if this helped you, please, please, please leave me a review wherever you're listening. You know, it could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or just, you know, here on YouTube. More reviews means I can continue to approach bigger and bigger guests to come on the show and provide value. 
I've got seven guests scheduled right now, <laughs> it's, uh, and I've got more in the pipeline. Uh, I'm really excited to get some of these on here and deliver value for you. Uh, if you have questions or you just want to talk about topics, I'd be happy to meet with you. It could be, you know, reach out to me at steven at aritacapital.com or the.real.arita on Instagram. And also these will be in the show notes if that's easier for you. Um, and that's and that's pretty much it. Thank you for joining me in another episode of Path the Passive. I look forward to talking to you more about these concepts, about these ideas that have uh, made an impact for me and those that will come after me in my life too. So um, I will see you next time. Take care. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Path the Passive. We love connecting with our listeners and those on the path to architecting their wealth and improving their lives. Feel free to let us know what topics you'd like to see in future episodes. Get in touch with us through email or Instagram. See you next week for a new episode. <laughs>